1: Congratulations to Mark from Baldwin. He knew the phrase that pays today, which was devil magic time, devil magic time. That's what it is for the Cardinals, devil magic time as they play in L.A. tomorrow. And don't forget, you can join Michelle Friday from five to seven at Copper Fire in Belleville, Illinois. Come out before the hockey game. Enjoy 16 drought taps, all served ice cold specialty slushies, including the new Gloria cocktail slushie. It's all happening Friday from five to seven with Michelle at Copper Fire. Get more details at 101 ESPN. Dot com. Let's go now to the Brown and Crouppen celebrity line. And Mike Claiborne has boots on the ground, as it were, in L.A., where the Cardinals will play the wild card game against the Dodgers tomorrow night. A workout today. Uh, Michael, always great to have you with us. How you doing? I'm doing
2: well. Just uh, ready to get out here and see some baseball. We've got a workout later today, and um, I'm just ready. I mean, you. I don't think, Randy, anybody plays 162 games just to play 163. So while we're here, we might as well stay in California for the rest of the week.
1: <laughs> no doubt. And as we know, last night you had the rain delay or the weather delay for the Chargers and the Raiders. Is the weather going to be fine? Was last night just an aberration?
2: Yeah, I think so. Um, and, and it was really kind of hokey out here because we're not far from – uh, SoFi Stadium, and when we were coming in, you know, you can see it from the air, and it, you can't miss it. But we saw the clouds rolling in, and then the lightning in the clouds, and I was like, "That's that's odd," because you know, as many years as I've come to California, I don't think I can I can recall it raining maybe once or twice. Mm-hmm. But yesterday was really kind of eerie. And I was telling, I don't know, maybe, you know, it was Mike Sheldon. I said, I bet the grounds crew doesn't even know where the tarp is at the <laughs> Dodger Stadium. I mean, it, it's so rare. But uh, it's my understanding the rain has moved out of the area, and we should be good to go tomorrow.
1: I know a lot of us are talking about, and we should, how dominant the Dodgers have been. But, Mike, I I go back just to that uh, 2011 team, which I don't think was as talented as this team. Granted, they had Chris Carpenter. But the 2011 Cardinals won 90 games, just like the 2021 Cardinals. And in five games, they took Philadelphia that had won 102 games. The postseason is such a random thing, isn't it? You just never know what's going to happen.
2: It it really is. Uh, It's truly the ultimate crapshoot. You know, it only takes one pitch to go wrong, and all of a sudden you're playing catch-up and some teams panic or whatever. But um, some people love this situation. I don't. I just think it just says, you know, how anything can happen and can cost cost you your season. But, you know, everybody kind of dissects this thing in different ways. You know, do you add another, do you keep more pitching? Do you have another bat? You know, how long do you stay with a guy? I mean, there's so many things that a manager can actually control that it, it makes it maybe the most fun event there is. I mean, it's the ultimate game seven, and it's only game one.
1: Yeah. And it's interesting when you look at the Cardinals, beyond the the position players that they had, the the bench of Newt Barr, Carpenter, Rondone, uh, let's throw Sosa in there because it's been DeYoung starting, and Kisner, the Cardinals really don't have position players beyond that bench to add in. They don't have any drawn chambers this year. No, no.
2: And, you know, that's something that's been you know, a concern all year. I mean, you know, they brought up Newbar and that's the last guy from Memphis that's been able to contribute offensively, you know, in the field. And, you know, that's kinda unusual for the Cardinals. You know, there was always some guy who either gave you speed or maybe gave you he was a hot bat in the minors. But they don't have that. So we're gonna deal with what we have, and I don't know if that's enough or not, but I guess we're going to find out.
1: Tommy Edmond has had some success against Scherzer in the past, and like that series against Philadelphia, I could see the top of the order making an impact tomorrow, and especially him against a guy like Scherzer.
2: Yeah, I agree. Um, You know, it's kind of like the way way Matt Adams and Matt Carpenter had Kershaw's uh, number when they faced him. You know, and I think if Edmund can do some things early and force Scherzer's hand, if if that's possible, uh, who knows where it can go. And and I think the Dodgers also feel the same way with with Wainwright. Mm -hmm. You know, Wainwright has been, he hasn't been as sharp as he was, let's say, three outings ago. And maybe the Dodgers feel like they can answer his bell as well. So it's going to be cat and mouse. I I really believe it. But, you know, I think really what's going to come down to is the benches. And, and, you know, somebody's going to face Albert at some point late in the ball game, And the Cardinals have to figure out what pinch hitter is going to face one. They're very good relievers. And if you're a guy who come, who's coming off the bench, all you need to do is worry about how am I going to face one of their relief pitchers? Because this is where you have to play like Whitey used to. You know, yep. Whitey would let guys know hey, you're going to face this guy in the seventh inning, so this is a guy you need to be ready for. (laughs) So if you're a player today with all the information that's available, you have to not only narrow down who you're going to face, you also have to narrow down what what does that pitcher have and what what did he throw the last time out. Don't worry about what the record says because everybody's tired. Everybody maybe has a sore arm, so maybe he's got a pitch that maybe he normally is accustomed to using. It may be because he's got a blister or a hangnail or whatever mm-hmm. he's not going to use. So it, I think, man, this is the ultimate chess game between player and, and pitcher and manager and manager. I, I, I'm loving it but I'm scared to death
1: of <laughs> Yeah, that, and that's what the playoffs are all about. By the way, I yeah. just want folks to to know, I mentioned, mentioned Edmund, four for nine in his career, 444, a double and a homer against Scherzer with a 1389 OPS. So not a huge sample size, but he has succeeded against him. Mike, you mentioned Albert. With Muncie out, you think Albert, even against the right-hander, could start tomorrow?
2: You know, I think they may go with Bellinger at first. Only because of the fact that he started to play our hair better and he's a left-handed bat. And um, the fact that his shoulder is maybe not what it needs to be, I, I think he might see Bellinger. Uh, but it wouldn't shock me to see Albert. But, man, if I'm, if I'm Davey Roberts, I, I have Albert sitting there just waiting that one bat and seeing what he can do against one of the Cardinal relievers. And I like that matchup if I'm the Dodgers more than having him face Wayne up.
1: Yeah, he's just waiting to see Cabrera then. Cabrera or McFarland, right? That's yeah, the, yeah. the the spot. The the only real spot for for Albert. And, and you know,
2: you've seen it like Cardinal fans have Albert is one of the best guys at playing possum. You know, Cabrera throws him a change up and he oh, where'd that come from? You know, he remember how he used to buckle, like, oh my goodness, <laughs> yep, yep. where'd that pitch come from? And then all of a sudden, you know, three pitches later Cabrera says, Oh, I'm gonna show him something. And he throws the next pitch, and all of a sudden he's using new baseball because that one's hit about 450 (laughs) feet. And this is where Yachty comes into play because Yachty knows Albert as well as anybody. And maybe it's not a matchup between Albert and Carrera or McFarley. It might be a matchup with Albert and Yachty. And knowing each other and knowing what the other guy might want to call or whatever, I just think this is going to be so much fun.
1: Hey, Mike, what was the vibe around the team? And obviously, they, they're in the playoffs. They should be excited. But over the last couple of days, as they played the Cubs and then on the flight out, what, what was it like?
2: Loose but professional. Um, you know, they're all approaching it. And, and fortunately, you have Lester, you have Wayne, and Yachty and guys that have been around for a bit, uh, you know, they weren't too gregarious, gregarious rather as far as, you know, coming out here. I think they all know that they have a job to do. And, you know, everybody kind of has in the back of their mind, you know, my season could be over tomorrow. But, you know, I want to come out here and play and have fun and do everything that got me here. And I think the one thing that helps them, that winning streak, really brought them together as far as how they are prepared. You know, and guys want to do extra work. And I'll give you a good example. Saturday, game one sixty one. You know what they were doing? They were having pitcher fielding practice
0: before <laughs> that's the great.
2: game. On a Saturday. Now you know you've been around Randy. Guys don't even take batting practice on Saturdays late in the season. But that's how committed they were and, and I, I I give them a lot of credit not only for doing it, but they were going through the drills like, and I guess, well, I don't know, well, we don't have anybody around other than Yachty and Waino because all we have to do is show them what happened with Detroit in 2006 when they obviously didn't have enough PFP. <laughs> but, you know, it's that sort of dedication that you have to appreciate, and it just gives you a feeling like everybody's
1: on the same page. Yeah, perhaps – well, let's say this. Nolan Arnato is as dedicated as anybody. And I don't know if being fired up and excited can benefit him, but he grew up going to games at Dodger Stadium. His friends and family are going to be there. If there's a guy that can succeed even more because he's excited about the environment, it's going to be Nolan Arnato.
2: Yeah, I agree with you. Um, I know you talked to him like I did um, after they clinched. And just his energy and the fact that not only is he in postseason but you know what? He's on a really good team, and um, that that's going to fire him up. And you know, you got Newbar who's going home for the first time, and Tommy Edmonds, a California guy. I mean, there's a lot of guys who have a lot to play for because, you know, San Diego was a different situation than this because we're now in Los Angeles. Okay, the Dodgers. I mean, the mecca of baseball on the West Coast, and it just it just has a different feel about it. And I, I think that everybody's looking forward to it. But I think everybody's got the professional approach, okay? I'm here. I know why I'm here. And I'm just going to do my job, worry about this game one inning to the
1: next. Mike, I'll make my prediction this way. Enjoy your seafood dinner on Thursday night in San Francisco.
2: I already booked a reservation at Comas. <laughs> That's so my, That's my man. <laughs> I, I bet, Listen, I got enough underwear to take me through the weekend, so we're good to go.
1: Love it. And uh, we will see you back here during the DS. Hey, thanks so much for getting up early in L.A. Have a great day out there.
2: All right, man. Take care. By the way, Joe West is working our our series. Out. It's some, he and I and Bob Nightingale spent some time together last night.
1: Oh, what a night of stories. I'll bet. Holy cow, that's great. And what a funny guy he is.
2: He, you know what he is, and I'm really happy for him. Uh, you know, Joe's been a good friend over the years, and I know he catches some heat from time to time. But you know what? This guy's done more for baseball and these umpires behind the scenes and charities than anybody would ever imagine.
1: And married a St. Louis girl.
2: That's another reason why he's a good guy.
1: Yeah. All right, Michael, take care. Thanks a lot. All right, Randy, take care. Yeah, that's my guy. That is uh, Mike Claiborne joining us on Carriker and Smallman on 101
0: ESPN. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. And don't forget, bet online for the NHL, MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. Bet online where the game starts. Want more ways to share your good side to the world? Donate plasma at a Griffles Center and join thousands of donors who are helping to save lives. Receive up to $1,000 your first month. Learn more at Grifflesplasma.com.